Not good this week. Okay, well, we won't get into anything. Please not. I still got two more days of that hell. I mean, work. Mm-mm. How about you? How was your week so far, dear? You know, I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. Okay. We'll leave it at that. All right. Listeners, right. how has your week been yeah. so far? How's everyone's week? Right. By the time you're listening to this, it's going to be Thursday. Mm-mm. Close <laughs> to Friday. The weekend, baby. Right. So, Mm-mm. hit T. All right. Well, this week, we did not do much research of anything. So, we're going to go off the top of our domes. Well, I had something planned, but Teresa was not impressed with my topic. Let's be real. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So she picked something else of her own. Yeah. Damn. I mean, you and your TV shows. And first of all, you're the one that actually came up with the topic. What are you watching? I mean, uh, but I'm really not watching anything. So. Oh, my God. Anyway, let's get into this week's <laughs> episode with the other subject you chose. So this week's subject, we are going to talk about being the fixer. The fixer. The fixer. The fixer. Kim. Yes. What is the fa- Well, first of all, <laughs> let me, yeah, exactly. Let me, let me just say this real quick, okay? Because <laughs> when I came to her and I said, Kim, I want to talk about being the fixer. She was like, in what aspect? And I'm like, what do you mean in what aspect? <laughs> like, it's the fixer. Like, a fixer, you know, the people who fix things and mm. the people who are like plumbers and <laughs> auto repair people. <laughs> you know, I was thinking along that line. Kim proceeds to tell me what? I said, because I watched so many movies and TV shows, <laughs> I was thinking of something totally different, more of the like, you know, Olivia Pope, um, you know, kind of situation, that type of fixer. I don't even know what that means. See, she definitely doesn't watch TV or whatever. I don't even watch that show, but I know about Olivia Pope because it's based off a real person. Okay. Well, so then she says to me, well, give me an example. And I'm like, Kim, <laughs> you are considered the fixer of our family because whatever mess that happens You're always fixing everything that has to do with either us or, you know, the relationship or with her family, with her friends, with her job, you know, that kind of fixer. Right. And because I'm so warped from TV and movies, (laughs) I immediately go into like the negative. I was like, I'm not like (laughs) killing anybody. I'm not like, what are you doing? She absolutely did. And then that left me all confused. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. 
maybe I'm saying this all wrong. <laughs> so then I said, well, wait a minute. Well, okay. I'm, I'm like trying to say that I appreciate. So then I was like, well, maybe we'll just do a show about appreciation. Right. But I think you like the word fixer better, though. <laughs> I think you just like the word. I mean, once I realized that you and I were on two total spectrums of the word fixer, I kind of got into her side of, well, in that case, let's talk about the fixer that she knows. All right. It sounds a lot more interesting than someone who fixes cars right oh my god repair computers teresa but Mm. when you went because you know every week we have to give the definition Mm -hmm. and when you went online to read the definition Mm -hmm. what are the you know one or two definitions you found for the word fixer Mm -hmm. you know underneath like the person that you look at and say that's a fixer well i mean apparently um again I am like so shocked at, wait a minute, this is definitely not what I had in mind. So read it. Well, one of the Oxford dictionaries says a fixer is a noun. So it's a person, place, or thing, correct? Correct. So it says a person who makes arrangements for other people, especially of an illicit or devious kind. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that is not what I was. Sounds about me. Yeah, it was not what I was talking about. Um, but, then, but then when I when I look at Kim and I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely you. Yo, damn it. You so damn devious. She's very devious. Oh, so so yes. In that aspect, she's the fixer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. But then I found another <laughs> definition. And apparently there is a million people. If you don't believe me, just type in fixer. <laughs> don't put nothing else in. <laughs> Kim said, you got to put something. You got to be specific. And I'm like, yeah, fixer. <laughs> So there's another um, definition that says a fixer is someone who carries out assignments for for or is skillful at solving problems for others. And I'm like, that's the term. Right. That's the definition that's you were going for. That's the term I was looking right. for. I just straight, I went straight like Hollywood kind of stuff like i'm your michael cohen to you know to you if you were like donald trump right Uh who michael cohen the guy that got in trouble for for trump Uh so like i am cohen Mm -hmm. like and if you were trump i'd be the person that would do all the fixes for you okay i think i'm the guy that paid off stormy <laughs> so okay, so, all right. So that's kind of stuff. So why? My question is, mm-hmm. when you you know thought of the word fixer, mm-hmm. what do I do or what have I done for you to feel like, oh, here you are, you're the fixer of the family? Well, you know, um, so I was told um, as I was telling you the story um, that someone called me that. And I instantly 
you know, um, didn't take offense to it, but it touched something within me, right? That instantly moved me to tears because never ever had I ever been referred to um, as a fixer, you know? Never? With never. all the things you do for people, you never, never can. Never, okay, never, all right. Never ever in my life had I ever been called a fixer, right? And so when the person was referring to me and giving me the examples of what they meant by the terminology and the context of what the fixer was supposed to be. Um, it, it instantly really did move me to tears because it gave me um, an aspect of my life that I never could put into words, you know? Give me an example of what the, maybe one of the examples of what the person said to you where you feel, you know, what, how that moved you. I look at you and I in our relationship, Mm -hmm. right? And any time that you go through something, I go out of my way. I will move heaven and hell, move mountains, can't swim, but I swim a sea. (laughs) It's true. Just to make sure that you are okay. Right. And that you never hurt from anything or anyone. And I try my best to make sure that you never fall down. I know. And you definitely do that for me. And that's what I, you know, will say to you is like, you are my, you know, you're my protector. Um, and in a way that fixer, you know, kind of falls kind of in a similar um, a category, mm-hmm. but I definitely know that you're my protector and you have fixed a lot of things for me over the years. Mm-hmm. So I won't have to repeat that same situation again. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, in some aspects of what the person was trying to really say to me is that sometimes you can't fix everything that sometimes you have to allow the people in our lives, our loved ones, the ones that we cherish the most, that we go out of our way to try to fix whatever is going on in their lives, that we go out of the way to make sure that they don't go through the pain and the devastation or whatever it is that they may be going through. Right. Right. And so because we don't want to see them hurt, then we try to fix it. And sometimes the person was saying to me that you just have to be there, but you can't stop them from going through. Correct. And I think that goes back to, um, well, I can only speak for myself of why, because, I, you know, after we spoke about it, I was sitting, I had to sit in it. You know, we've talked about in previous episodes, sitting into it and, and processing. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the things that I came through, which, you know, it's always a lot, but one of the things I came to was I, I want to be a fixer mm-hmm. or, you know, 
because I never had that growing up. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I never had anything, um, any one to like fix anything for me growing up. Mm-hmm. I, you know, as you, you know, we've talked about before, I'm a latchkey kid, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing everything on my own. Right. Even when I came to this country, I was doing stuff. So I really never had anyone to fix anything. Everything that I needed to do was I had to do it on my own. Right. 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 So I know as going forward and I would see people, if I would see like people are going to go through stuff, you know, and stuff like that, I always feel like I should be a fixer because mm-hmm. I can see it ahead of time. Like, this is not going to be good. Like, mm-hmm. I see it already. Like, we're going to go downhill. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go ahead and, you know, drew my years, maybe it's not telling them what to do, but I'm like, I kind of can see you're going down the wrong path. What I can do to try to fix it. Right. Yeah. But, and I know, notice that that goes back to my trauma because I just never had anyone to fix anything for me or protect me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or else I wouldn't have that trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but is it really, you know, um, do we really consider that um, when we try to prevent someone else from going down a, a path that maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be something that can be as the first definition I said, being <laughs> devious <laughs> and mysterious or whatever, you know, it was. Um, but can it just be that, you know, sometimes we hate to see the people that we love the most go through the most. And, you know, we think that if we stand in the way of um them processing or going through that we are protecting them by blocking whatever it is that they are going through. And we tend to jump in the way of to try to fix it so that they don't have to experience the disappointments. Correct. Right. Right. Because you'd be like, well, and depending on the situation, it's like, I've been there, done that. I know what you're going to feel. I know what you're going to go through. Mm -hmm. Even before, I don't want to necessarily be the fixer on the back end after it happens. Mm -hmm. But let me try to be a fixer before it happens. Right. 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 And in the process of doing that, are we helping or are we hurting? I think we're more on the hurting side. Right. Because we're not letting the person go through the experience that was set for them. Right. We had to go through our experience that was set, that was set for us. Well, let me take it back. Some of the experiences we went through were not set for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, it's just things that happen, but it's things that we had to go through, mm-hmm. right. To make us who we are um, today. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm a little biased within the part where I feel like some of the things that I went through, Mm -hmm. if I had a fixer to stop me, it maybe would have been so crazy. Right. Right? But it's unrealistic to think that you're going to stop people from maybe going through the same trauma you went through Mm -hmm. or going through the same road that you go through. Everyone has to have their own story. Right. Right, right. And their own path. So yeah. Trying to like stop them at the past that's not really going to like help them even learn a lesson. Right. And I know you and I have been guilty of trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like I said, I, I will be the first to admit 
you know, um, that when it comes to you, maybe perhaps to the kids, um, I will jump in the way. Right. You know, um, and to me, I always thought that that was, um, just one of the character characteristics of who I am as a person. Don't know why I do it, but you know, when you love the people, um, unconditionally, right. you know, and you just don't want to see them go through anything that's unnecessary or things that you feel, um, that you can protect them from, right. you know what I mean? Like you try to hold them and squeeze them and love them even more just so that they won't feel, you know, the the effects of whatever it is that they are trying, you know, that they're going through. And so it's just that protecting, it's just that protective nature. At least that's what I thought it was. But I realized, <laughs> you know, when the person was talking to me about it and I realized I was like, damn, I really am. I really tried to fix everything. Yeah. But at the expense of what? Right. And that's the question, right? It's the expense of, for the person to having their own authentic, um, life, like, right. Mm -hmm. Like this particular thing that they're going through, they need to go through it. Right. Right. And it's in the expense of you because here you are stressing out, trying to fix a situation for someone who needs to go through this situation. Mm -hmm. Or if they went through the situation, trying to find a way to fix it for them to be okay with the situation. And you're like, well, that's not how it goes. They need to either fall on their sword or they need to process what they are going through. Because let's be honest, before we like met each other or anything like that, there was nobody there to be a fixer for us. Right. And I will continue to say that there was nobody there on the front end to right. stop us necessarily from what we're doing, mm-hmm. or there was no one there on the front end to protect us from the things that we went through, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. To cause what we go through. But then there was no one on the back end, which I consider, a, you know, like a fixer can be mm-hmm. is someone on the back end to help us pick up those pieces mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to, help you in this case or what can I do to fix this Mm -hmm. so I think it's definitely based on the different things that we like went through on the front end on the back end Mm -hmm. and when we come down to it we just want to help right 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 and it might it may be preventative right we're trying to do it you know before as you always say, proactive, mm-hmm. or we're doing reactive work, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of situation. But we're always feel like we need to be in the nitty gritty to help out. And it's really done with a genuine heart. Mm-hmm. It's not done with malice. It's not done with, I need to be in control. Correct. It's really meant to be, I'm genuinely trying to help you. Right. And I think that's the, the, the biggest, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, still like trying to understand exactly what that means. But I really feel like that's, a, you know, the, the biggest part for me is that I'm not trying to, I don't, I don't want to be controlling. 
No, you're not. It's not about being in control. I don't have to be in control. (laughs) If I don't have to be in control, I don't want to be in control. I know you're not a, you're not that type of person, you know? Um, and it's definitely, you know, some people do it because they just have to have the limelight. Right. You know what I mean? And that's definitely, definitely not me as well. Not at all. You're yeah. Not at all. That's but, not what you are. <laughs> you know, but it, it really is just a true characteristic of I just, you know, don't want to see anyone go down a path of something that's like where everyone else was take a step back and be like, watch this fool. Watch this dumb bitch. This dumb bitch is going to fall in the hole because she got a, she got a head all in the phone. Right. And then the next thing you know, he's like, Hey, hello. There's a big ass hole right there. You're about to fall into it. Right. No, 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 no. She, then, you know, and then, and the fact that they can't hear, so you go and run and you go and get all the things, all the materials that you can to try to cover up this hole. So that this dumb person (laughs) doesn't walk into the hole. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, uh, versus maybe there's a lesson to be learned. Maybe you should pick your head up off that phone. Right. You know. And pay attention. And and pay attention. I remember like a lot of times you would come in from work and you'd be like, you know, telling me about the different things that you would fix you know, help different people at your job and fix. And even me, the fixer would used to look at you and go, okay, enough. <laughs> right. I'm in like, enough. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Let's tell the people what you really called me. I don't recall. Really? You don't recall. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just having an amnesia moment. I don't recall. Oh, what did I call you? Well, I mean, maybe you just call me so many other things. You That's just true. <laughs> so many names for you. <laughs> There's so many names. Whatever. Okay. What did but I call you, you in this situation? You said stop be just stop trying to be what? Captain. Oh, well, stop trying to be Captain Saberho. Mm-hmm. I would continue to say stop trying to be Captain Saberho. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's for me, that covers all the gamut, right? Male, female, everything in between, whatever gender you are. But you would just come home with it. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I know. Because yeah. now you're bringing it home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're bringing it home right now. And once again, as you said earlier, who is really suffering from this? Yeah. Right? Right. And the people going through the gate and they and, and they're fine. And you know what it is. And you're still stuck with that. And you're still like right. dealing with that. Still dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. I I, you know, like I said, when it was when it was brought to me and it was said to me, and I was like, wow. Um, but in in the particular context of what it was what they were saying, um, it was just in a context of, you know, something that you know you and I are not ready to discuss right now, but you know, just the simple fact of how we are always trying to save each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, when you've been together for as long as we have and, you know, uh, gone through uh, so many traumatic things uh, separately and together, mm-hmm. um, when you know the person that you with like really know and really have let them into your life and 
don't feel like there's anything that you need to hide or keep from them. You know, you just want to do whatever it is that needs to be done to protect them, you know, and knowing your past and knowing the things that you've been through. You know, I've always told you time and time again, like, as long as I'm alive, as long as we together, whether we together or not, I will beat anybody's ass down over you. I know. You know, uh, except, you know, you just, but whatever. That's no big deal. Um, you just <laughs> never fail. Yeah. You never fail. No, it's not. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> you know what? Idris, please come get this one. Uh, right. Come get her out of my house. I got a guest ass over there since your wife won't want me in there. <laughs> Just come get her out of my house. But no, you definitely said that, which, you know, like we've talked about is the first time um, I've ever felt like protected and know that on the front end, you got me on the back end, you got me. And, you know, I definitely try my best to do the same thing for you Mm -hmm. um a lot of stuff is after the fact so that's where the i know that's where you think of me as the fixer because i try to fix the stuff like after it's done because that's usually when you come to me anyway (laughs) (laughs) you know as they say jamaica when the heart's gone through the git um (laughs) here comes Teresa. Right. Way for me. Way, but yeah, here's the horse, and Mr. Ed is like, bye, girl. Mm-mm. So then now you run to me, and then, um, you know, we're trying to do the, but you don't run to me to get it fixed. You just run to me because I'm your wife. So you come and talk to me. But my immediate thing is, I must, I must fix the situation. Yeah. Even if a lot of times it's like, there's nothing I could do now, it's already gone. But a part of me still feels like I must fix the situation. I don't like to see you in any type of stress, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. I just don't like that to see you in that at all. Mm-hmm. So I try to go ahead and try to like fix stuff and not and knowing like a lot of the times it's just something that you have to sit in to figure it out mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. And I can be there as someone it was like a sounding board, but I don't necessarily have to fix the situation. Right. And and that's, a, again, this is something that I'm learning uh, to do also um, when it comes to you. It's just learning to let Kim be. Right. No matter yeah. how messy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how messy I am. Yeah. Yeah. Matt C. Matt C. Like, yeah, I just, and then you know how I am, you know, how I process, you know, how my processing of things are, it's definitely different than your processing of things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I've talked about in therapy in the past, rumorating over a situation over and over and over. And my rumorating won't stop, like, you know, the day it happens, you know, two weeks from now, I'm still thinking, aha, I should have said, fuck you, this line, you know, just... (laughs) Like this situation, big on. <laughs> you know, thank God for therapy. But you know, so just like rumoring, there's no medicine to fix that. Rumoring, and be like, you know, that situation. So of course, you have to give me time to do that processing, and that's something that we both have learned that we have to 
give each other time to process yeah. and understand what we're dealing with. And that's because we just immediately just want to jump in and fix. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. even something simple, just the other day, um, I told you when we were coming out the house, getting into the car and I saw the neighbor down there and I, <laughs> and I waved to him and he gave me the, like, like, I don't know how to better explain. If you have a, shake someone's hand that like is like a dead fish like they really don't want to like mm-hmm. shake your hand mm-hmm. but they have to that wave from him was just like whatever it was kind of like that it was just like whatever and then i told Teresa, <laughs> <laughs> Teresa immediately is like fuck that <laughs> he better not fucking talk to me <laughs> It's like you immediately are trying, trying to fix it to make me feel better. When he sees me again, he better not fucking try to talk to me. Because you don't want to wave to my wife when she waved to you. Fuck you. Oh my. Right? So that's one neighbor on one side. And then the neighbor across the street, when you waved to him or you said what's up or whatever, he gave you the nasty look and turned back. So what did I say? Fuck that asshole. <laughs> He's better than you. Oh my god, you did do that. We did do that. We both did did it, right? We both so now we have neighbors across the street on both ends of people that we've just crossed out the list. (laughs) And but we're ready to fix each other's wounds, you know, numbingly. Like fuck that dude. He better than you. So what he got a veteran's plate? You're a veteran too. (laughs) He ain't better than you. You know, went through this whole thing to try to make each other feel better and not feel less than because jerky mcjerky didn't want to wave and then asshole over there again didn't want to wave and be like shit they let black people in this in this neighborhood (laughs) yes they did yes they did yes they did we was here before we was the first ones on the block (laughs) right usually it's the opposite (laughs) you can't leave the block now the blacks were the first ones on this block what you gonna do so you know it's I know it's definitely a learning lesson, yeah. but I know over the years we have learned not just for ourselves, definitely we deal with things for the kids. Mm-hmm. We deal with things for our family. Right. You know, when I almost lost my job to go back to New York City, um, which, you know, something that we never, you know, really talked about. But, you know, after my sister had her quadruple bypass and then had a stroke and we were in the middle of a vacation and somebody <laughs> called and be like, yeah, you sister, this happened to your sister. Okay. Well, I'm away. There's nothing I could do. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, the next call was, Oh, your mom's in the hospital then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because she's trying to help you with the drama at your sister's house. And immediately the thought process was in I must fix it mode. Mm-hmm. And by me going into fix it mode, you went into I must fix Kim. Mm-hmm. So immediately you was on the phone changing all the flight plans for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Vacation drop. I had to cut time with grandson to mm-hmm. go back. You know, mm-hmm. and so here we are trying to me trying to fix my family situation. And you're trying to fix me. Um and not again in any type of malice way, but in just a caring way. Um kind of situation it turned around and bite us you know we bite both <laughs> both in the ass that turned around and bite us both in the ass for two things one i almost lost my job mm-hmm. right and like we always talked about god really no matter what people say about gay people queer people 
and God doesn't love us because what we're doing is wrong. It's God that let me keep that job mm-hmm. because how can you say, we always say, how can you send a paper to sign? And I signed it, mm-hmm. right? Sign the paper, say, okay, fine. I'm not coming back because I must fix my family. Right. How can they recover from a quadruple bypass and a stroke? blinded one eye can't remember what happened two seconds ago how am i supposed to leave now and come back to new mexico that paper got signed that paper got sent back to ups Mm -hmm. but i still have a job all these years right (laughs) and years later still at the same job years later still at the same job and 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 that just goes back to again um jumping out there and just being that person who has to run and take care of everything but it also proved the my other point of at what expense do we allow this to to happen to us you know before we can get a before we learn our own lessons to say (laughs) (laughs) hey man hey man sorry you're going through this bro yeah you know sorry you're going through this sis I'm here for you. Right. But I can't fix this for you. Right. And that was, I think, the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Mm-hmm. It was after doing so much, almost losing the job, almost losing our marriage. Like, I wasn't home for months. Mm-hmm. You're like, are you coming home? I don't know when I'm coming home. You're mm-hmm. like, okay. You're like, but you sent your mama back here to New Mexico, but you were still in New York. Mm-hmm. Um you know, kind of situation. But then when it turned around and, and kicked us in our asses, mm-hmm. you know, the disrespect that I received after that, after I think I was doing such a great thing, mm-hmm. you have dealt with something similar with your family. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the whole, oh Lord, I got to moonwalk away from this fixing situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you're like, damn, if I'm getting dis- disrespected or not, you know what I'm saying? Like the things that we had to deal with, and this is from family, then what the hell? You're right. And is it just necessarily that we are just fixers for our family? Do we do the same thing for our friends? Well, yeah, you did it for your whole damn job. (laughs) They pissed on you. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) You did it for your whole job. Yes, we do it. But the type of people that we are, we not only do it for our families. We not only do it for each other. We do it for our friends, Mm -hmm. right? Coworkers. You know, it's just the type of personality and I know as we've gotten older, we'd be like, we need to back, we need to like moonwalk our asses away from this fixer life over here. Right. You know, and, and, and so how do you think that you can go about not being a fixer? Good question, Charles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fix this. Right. Well, that's something that I'm learning how to do because it's not a, on and off switch. Hmm. Like you said, we're both learning to some situation. I forgot in every episode, this old lady creeps back in, (laughs) but uh, the old Jamaican saying is here. I know here. See, I know see. Right. And you're like, you hear it, but you just don't hear it. One of your favorite things, Mm -hmm. right? You call me, you're trying to talk to Teresa. And when she doesn't want to hear you, huh? (laughs) <laughs> so you repeat the same thing 15 times and damn well she hears you um but some things you're gonna have to see and not see right. some things we're gonna have to hear and not hear and we need to work on our immediate rush to 
jump right and help i think that's one of our things it's like what can i do tell me what can i do you know dealing with a situation we're dealing with a situation right now and we're fighting ourselves to be like oh no child take that step back no this is not it we can't do this right because don't rush into into this i'm not a firefighter them days is you know done Mm -hmm. i can't rush into this building you already, as a first responder, already rushing into shit for work. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, I'm rushing into shit for the house and I'm rushing it. Right. So this situation that we're dealing with now, I think is going to be a massive test on our fixer issue. Right. Because immediately that's what, you know what I'm saying? What I did, did I already send you a phone number? Right. right. Remember I texted you right. yesterday and be like, oh, give this phone number. And then right. this website and then this, this. Right. And even after I sent it, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. Like this is 2023. People go Google. What I'm, I'm doing? I'm right. literally doing the same thing that someone else can do. Right. And, right. And that's why I was like, you know, when we talked about it yesterday, mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's let's just pump the brakes here for a second. Right. Unpack your luggage. <laughs> pump the brakes right. and and let's just wait and see. Yeah. You know. Yes. Um. What can you do? I I I it's. Again, I'm I am learning to um <clears throat> with being able to express communication, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Being able to talk. I, I feel like that's my that is one of the things that I really have to learn. Um to not be the fixer is to learn to how to express and communicate exactly what I feel. Yes. You know what I mean? Um to express a uh, this is how I'm feeling. I'm very antsy. I'm very jumpy. I feel like I got to run in there and go take care of this. <laughs> but I need to, I need to tell you that I'm going to do everything within my power to make sure that I talk to myself hmm. to tell myself, Hey man, calm down. Yeah. You know, this is really not a life and death situation. Right. But as you, and as I'm learning, that there are times and situations where we have to allow the person to go through whatever it is that God has planned for them. It takes me back to um, a situation where I uh, expressed to you when we were living in Utah Mm -hmm. about Michael, um, about you know, always jumping in there and being the person to prevent him from going through. Yeah. Um, especially um, with his addiction. Mm-hmm. And so I would always jump in, jumping in the middle, jumping in the middle. And I remember um, telling you that even I had a revelation from God that said to me, the next time you jump your little happy ass <laughs> in the middle of me trying to teach him a lesson about his addiction, I'm going to knock you the hell out. Yeah. I love that God's like a sassy black woman. <laughs> <laughs> or man. <laughs> he's just sassy. Well, yeah. He, and, and the Lord has no gender. So, yeah, but he, he, do, he doesn't have a gender. Definitely black and sassy. <laughs> but he definitely black and sassy. <laughs> he's definitely a minority. That's he's for sure. Definitely <laughs> <a minority. laughs> Ain't nobody 
<laughs> going through what he done been through. Yes. And he gonna be white with blue hair. No. <laughs> I mean blonde blonde eyes and blue hair. Oh, he 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 definitely ain't, ain't no. <laughs> they're not gonna do that. He is not white. He Mm-mm. is definitely a minority. <laughs> oh, you done been through some stuff, huh, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, but yeah. So I'm, I'm telling you, that's and you know, and I know it's like people are like, God does not talk like that. He talks like that to me. Exactly. <laughs> he comes talk. in all forms and talks to anyone the way they. Well, yeah. I don't know how you talk to y'all. You know the they're forth and thou's, but he'd be like, hey, hey, listen, let <laughs> <laughs> me tell your little black ass something. Here. Right. <laughs> if you jump in the way one more damn time. I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah. And <laughs> knock you the hell out. Yeah. Because this lesson is not for you, it's for him. Correct. So stay out of the way. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I try to keep that in mind um when I'm trying to not be the fixer. Right. And that's also, I think, extra hard because you're a mom. Yeah. Right. And as a parent, you definitely, if you are a awesome parent or a decent parent, I should say, you don't have to be awesome. But even if you're a decent parent, you want the best for your children. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you sometimes have to be that fixer. Right. And, you know, and I just feel like as a parent, it's just a little it's just deeper. Yeah. It, it, you would think that it is, but it's really what I'm learning is, is that it's, it's no different. Yeah. It really isn't. It's no different because like you said, starting out the top of this, um, everybody's got their own path to walk. Yes. And in order to, you know, be saved, you gotta fall down. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. Yeah. You, you, know. you know, they got to fall down. You got to fall in that hole. You got to You got to fall in that All hole. All right. We'll come and, you know, pull you back up to mm-hmm. see what we can do and brush you off and send you on your way. Right. Um, but yes, at times you you're going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. So for us, we're trying to be non fixers or, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. It's like you said, for you, it's the communicating, mm-hmm. you know, work on the communication as to why you're not going to be fixed in this situation. Because mm-hmm. everyone's looking at you right now in this situation to be like, well, Teresa's going to be the, fi-, you know, she's going to be the fixer. Right. And you're like, no, 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 not this time. No. And, you know, like for me, it's going to be just the like, just have some patience. Right. Breathe through your anxiety because my anxiety feeds into my fixer mode. Yes, it does. Br- <laughs> yes, <laughs> you it tell does. it. I'll be yes, like, I don't have does. extra medication. My <laughs> so, so my anxiety breathes, you know, just breathes into my fixer mode. And I feel if I do the fixer stuff, that helps with my anxiety. Right. So that is definitely something that needs to be um, you know, just worked on. Right. And it's a you know, I'm going to fumble, but, you know, I'm getting older now that I can't keep doing this. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. You know, and as as far as like, you know, so we 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 we, we said we we will talk, we will yes. communicate, we will breathe through it. Yes. We will take a step back, you know, um, but. I don't do we do we do that for each other and we should. We should. We should. Okay. We should. 
I think we should communicate mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we can definitely take a step back and maybe wait for the other person to yeah. come to you and be like, T, can you do this for me? Can you fix this for me? Kim, can you fix right. this for me? Um, but it definitely, you were right, definitely start with the communication mm-hmm. and still be there for each other. Yeah. All right. But allow maybe allow, yeah, allow me to go through my thing. I allow you to go through your thing or not immediately be like, fuck that asshole. Right. <laughs> You're right. Let's say fuck him again. It's going to make you feel better. <laughs> Screw you. Yeah, don't fucking wave to me, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And it's been like a week-long situation of... It has. It really has. They needed this episode to, like, put it to rest now. Okay. Let's forgive the neighbors for the shady wave. Let's forgive the neighbor for rolling his (laughs) eyes for seeing black people and walking into his house. Let's just... There's nothing to fix. There's dead it, right? But the next time I see you at that HOA <laughs> don't think I'm going to say hi to you. Oh, Just man. kidding. Um, but you are correct. We can do that for each other. Yeah. We can know that we're in a safe space with each other. Yeah. And even if you don't rush to immediately fix it, it doesn't make you a bad person in my eyes. It doesn't make you less than, and it doesn't make me be sad that you're not fixing it or angry. I know no matter what, there's so many facets to our marriage that you were there for me for so many things, right. you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, we can definitely work on not always having to try to fix it, but that's what we're, that's what we do. Right. We are each other like superhero. Exactly. And we always rush to each other's aid at, you know, at all times. And it's definitely no that it doesn't mean that we don't care about each other. If we pull back a little bit from the fixer mode, we can still be there as partners, you know, as a married couple, we can still be there to support each other, to love each other, to help each other, but we don't necessarily have to fix it. We have to fix it. That's what, that's my opinion. I agree with you 100%. (laughs) So, So, sounds good. Look at us. Look at us. Fixing it. Put it on the vision board. What are you going to stop fixing? Mm, Good question. What are you going to do to stop the fixing? Are we going to breathe? Are we going to take a step back? Are we going to communicate our feelings? What are you going to do? Whatever it is. Add it to the board. Add it to the vision board. I will go on my Canva. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I will print out something to do with a fixer. And I'm going to put it on my paperboard because that's how I am. I have a paperboard too, fancy pants. <laughs> Don't try to be like fancy, trying to be the one still down for the 90s. I have the paperboard too. You took a picture of it the other day. Yes, I did. Okay, thanks. It's going on, it's going on the um it's going on the website. So, but whatever it is, guys out there, whatever it is that um you call yourself being the fixer put it on your vision board and let's work on it for 2023 sounds good all right yeah where can they reach us at kim everywhere as you know we're everywhere right we're on twitter we're on instagram we're on facebook we have our own website bumpinggumspodcast.com um, you can send us an email, K-I-M at bumpinggumspodcast.com, T-T-E-E at bumpinggumspodcast.com. On our website, 
lower right hand side, there's a cool microphone. If you click on it, you could leave us a voicemail mm-hmm. and we would love to hear it. So you could do that, you know, subscribe, share, review, do all that fun stuff that we need you guys to do to help us out. Peace. Help us out, guys. We need your help in trying to make this the number one podcast for 2020. Because I put it on my vision board. Yes, we We are going to be for 2024 the winners of the best emerging podcasts out there. Look at you. It's on the board. It's on the board. We are going to make that happen. And we're going to make that happen with your help. So listen, like share, subscribe, let us know, review us, keep us on our toes, such as we kept ourselves on our toes today. Yes, we did. You know what I mean? (laughs) The fixer. The fixer. That's what we do. No more. (laughs) Anyway, guys, tune in next week for another episode of Bumping Gums with T and Kim. I be T. And I be the former fixer, Kim. Thank you.